Hi there, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast. I'm continuing to read the insights I've found while seeking to understand what the scriptures say the true church of God should look like. All of this information comes from my free ebook titled The True Church of God, and it can be downloaded freely at the freegiftfromgod.com website. So let me continue reading, and I hope you find something of value in the insights the Lord has given to me. If the structure of the church is to be solid, it must be built on a strong foundation. Foundations are critical for any building, and the subject of foundations is discussed a number of times in the Bible. God is building the church in the Spirit, and it too must have a solid foundation. When it comes to the church and the subject of foundations, we are not concerned with physical things. The foundations that the church needs to be built upon are spiritual foundations. The first thing to understand is that there is only one foundation that the Christian church can be built on, and that is Jesus Christ himself. Jesus is the cornerstone and foundation of the Christian church, as we see in this scripture. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures, the very stone which the builders rejected has become the head of the corner? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvellous in our eyes. Matthew chapter 21, verse 42. Jesus became the head of the corner, which is the cornerstone or foundation stone. The cornerstone of a foundation is the first and most important stone to be placed when a building or a house or other structure of stone is built. If the cornerstone is laid wrong, then all of the other stones in the house will be wrong. It is from the cornerstone that all measurements are taken to ensure the walls and the rest of the structure are constructed accurately. That is why Jesus is described as being the head of the corner, because he is the first and most important part of the church. He is the foundation stone upon which the spiritual church is built. The importance of Christ as the head of the corner is shown again in this scripture. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, but which has become the head of the corner. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Acts chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. Christ is the beginning and the end for Christians and Christianity. He is the Alpha and the Omega, as described in the book of Revelation. The reason he is the total focus of Christianity is because of this verse that tells us there is no other name on earth through which we can be saved. Salvation comes only through the name of Jesus Christ. Once more, we see the importance of Jesus as the cornerstone of Christianity in the words of Peter. For it stands in Scripture, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone, chosen and precious, and he who believes in him will not be put to shame. That's 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 6. How do we receive the salvation of the Lord as the cornerstone of Christianity? By believing in him? and holding fast to the faith we have in the working of God that he accomplished in Jesus Christ. Look at these words quoted by Peter, and it is clear that these are the words of God the Father. God chose Jesus to be our Saviour. Jesus is both chosen and precious to the Father because he obeyed the words of the Father to come and die for us so that we could be reconciled to God and receive his gift of salvation. Now let me expand a little more on the matter of foundations. Christ is the cornerstone upon which the rest of the foundations of the church are built. 
There are other foundations mentioned, but Christ is the start of it all. For example, consider this scripture. So then you are no longer strangers and sojourners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built into it for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 19 and 22. In this scripture, we are shown that the apostles and prophets of the Lord are also called foundations. If you look at the new Jerusalem that comes down from heaven in Revelation chapter 21 verse 14, we again see the 12 apostles referred to as the foundations of the city. But the foundation of the apostles would not exist without Jesus as the cornerstone. That is why Jesus is the only true foundation, since he was the beginning and will be the end. The foundation teachings of the prophets and apostles are the words they spoke and taught about Jesus and the teachings he gave them to build the church. We see this mentioned by Paul in the first letter he wrote to the Corinthians. According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation, and another man is building upon it. Let each man take care how he builds upon it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, or straw, each man's work will become manifest, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 to 13. The foundation Paul laid was the gospel teachings of Jesus Christ and the doctrines of the new covenant. When Paul moved on to other places, other teachers continued to build on the foundation he first laid. Once again, Paul states quite clearly in verse 11 that no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only foundation because it is by faith in him and through learning his gospel teachings that the church and individuals grow. Any church or religion that does not have Christ as the foundation is lost. There is no other foundation that can be laid but Jesus Christ, and there are no other teachings than his that will lead to life. But there is an interesting point in these words of Paul as he speaks about the buildings that are being built on the foundation of Jesus Christ. Paul speaks about six different kinds of buildings built upon the foundation of Christ. He says that the buildings may be built of gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay or straw, and that all of these buildings will be tested by fire. These fires are the fires of life that come through persecution and struggle. The strength and ability of these buildings to survive the fires will be the test of how well each building is built. The types of buildings refer to the quality of the teaching that any individual believes and puts their trust and hope in. If they have received and hold fast to the gold or silver teachings, then their house will not burn when the fires come against it. In fact, the people will gain strength because this level of teaching will lead them to learn and be stronger. Just as gold and silver are refined by fire and the dross is burned off, so too any dross teachings are removed when the fires come to test these people. 
However, those who have built on the foundation of Jesus Christ in hay or straw will have their buildings burned down in no time because they have not built with good teachings based upon the truth. It is the truth that will hold fast, but there are many falsehoods and lies permeating the Christian church today. If anyone relies on lies and false teaching, they will be burned because false teachings will not stand up to the fires of life. False teachings will have no power against the wiles of the devil. False teachings will not give a person the victory over the flesh, and so they will suffer and struggle and be burned, spiritually and sometimes hurt physically as well. Let me give an example. We are instructed to pray only to the Father and address our prayers in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. However, some Christians have been taught to pray to others to intercede for them to God. They may pray to different saints for different things. But what does the Bible say? For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. So as individuals in Jesus Christ and as teachers of the words of the Lord, it is essential that we find the truth of all matters and seek the truth in all things so that the people in the church are not being fed lies and they are not building their house out of hay and straw. It is the responsibility of the teachers in the church firstly to teach the truth, but it is also the responsibility of those who are taught to seek the highest quality of teaching or building that they can find. Test everything you are taught against the words of the Bible and pray where you lack understanding or something seems wrong. There is one last thing to say about foundations and the fact that the only foundation we can lay is based upon Christ Jesus. It is shown in this teaching Jesus gave to his disciples. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation upon rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But he who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation, against which the stream broke and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Luke chapter 6 verses 46 to 49. This is one of the key teachings about foundations in the Bible. The very first thing to understand is that we are to listen to the words of the Lord. There is no point in calling out to the Lord saying, Lord, Lord, if we don't then listen to what he has to say. His words are life, and if we seek life, we need to listen to what he has to say. And this is especially true of what is written in the Bible. When we study his words in the Bible and seek through the Holy Spirit to understand the truth of his words, that is when we learn and we see the depth of the lies that have been infiltrated into the church. In the example of Paul about building houses of gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay and straw, we see a parallel in the words of Jesus here, and there is an even greater truth in the words of Jesus. First, he speaks of the man who hears the words of the Lord, but does not do them or do anything about them. He is like a man building a house without a foundation. And if there is no foundation, when the stream breaks against that house, it's washed away and destroyed. This is the same as Paul's houses of wood, hay and straw being burned up. How many people call themselves Christians, but do little or nothing about it? How many people in churches come to church regularly 
but basically just warm a pew. And after church, go away and forget all about it. And how many Christians who regularly attend church never question whether what they are being taught is truth or error? They just go along with whatever the pastor, priest, minister or reverend serves up on the basis that the preacher must be right because they went to one of the Bible schools. The sad truth is that there are many Christians in these categories and each of these have houses built upon the sand or houses of wood, hay and straw because they may hear the words, but they don't do the words. And by contrast, those who dig deep into the word, who seek the truth, who study the words of the Lord and who do not accept the teachings without weighing it up first against the overall words of the Lord are those who are building a house on the solid rock foundation of Jesus Christ. They both hear the words and do them and so grow to where they will stand against the flood and it will part around them, as in the example given by Jesus, or they will be refined like gold and silver in the fires of trial, as Paul showed. The foundation of Jesus Christ is critical and he gave the apostles the foundation teachings to teach the church as it spread. We will briefly look at the six foundation teachings of Christianity next in the next podcast. If you want to know more, then go to my website and grab a free PDF copy of my book, The Six Foundation Teachings of Jesus Christ. And that's at thefreegiftfromgod.com forward slash my dash ebooks forward slash. That's all I have for this week. I hope you found it interesting and I hope you'll join me again next week as I continue looking at these aspects of the true church of God. All of the information I'm covering here is contained in a free ebook titled The True Church of God that can be downloaded from the freegiftfromgod.com website. So until next week, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast signing off and hoping you have a blessed week ahead. God bless. God bless.